there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then just, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the baby. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we, gentlemen? Pretty good. Pretty good. I forgot to do my greeting that I did last time. What was that? A little kia ora. Yeah, I did kia ora. Uh, yeah. uh, you want to do it again? Yeah. Kia ora. How about my this? My name's Luke. <laughs> I, don't, I think my pronunciation's bad. I've been, I've been, I've been mispronouncing multi words all over the place. Anyway. How about this heat? Oh, mate, it's fucked. I, was, I come over here to sit to do this just before while I was setting up the shit I was setting up. And, like, I just sat down in this chair and I was like, fuck, it's boiling hot in this right next to this window. I've calmed down a little now, though. Um, Robbo, how about you? How are you uh, enjoying the heat? Oh, it's about 20, consistently 20 degrees here every day. Jesus. And it's, it's a bloody dream, I tell you that. <laughs> you dog. Did you, have a, did you have fun walking along the beach today, staring wistfully at the ocean? I did, Cam. I, uh, I did some wistful staring out at the ocean. This is my, my pre-breakfast walk out to the, along the beach there. Uh, I enjoyed looking at the oyster catcher birds that, that nest around here because uh, they're quite funny. They run funny and they make a fun little noise. So I watched them for a bit. Nice. It's pretty nice, yeah. You guys the- get out in the heat? You got it today. It was fucked. I've just been sitting directly in front of an evaporative air cooler all day. And uh, I've, I've turned it off for the sake of audio quality now. Uh, if the NZSIS Echelon program, part of the Five Eyes Network, is listening to this podcast, Luke Robertson, Westport, ISIS, terror, bomb, kill. What's happening here? What the fuck did you just do, Cam? I'm going to arrest him. Why arrest me? Because huh? he's, he's, he's enjoying the cool so much. He's, and he's rubbing it in our face. You asked me. <laughs> Mate, you just what is happening here? The year of thriving with your mates, not the year of swatting your mates. (laughs) Turning on your mates and dogging them. Can we rendition Robbo, please? (laughs) He's absolutely fucking your mates. (laughs) He's rubbing this. Yeah, well, thriving with your mates was before it was thirty-seven degrees here and a bloody cool twenty by the beach in Westport. (laughs) Cam, I like how you think that um, high-level intelligence these days works the same premise. As like when you're a, a kid in primary school or high school and you're walking past someone and say, you know, you, you do something funny and you yell your mate's name and address out. Oh, good one, Cam Smith from 45 
Smith Street? You think that that's how the NSA works? Maybe it's how it works. I don't know what that, what software they're running. They're not going to double check. Nah. Just a quick rendition. He's too smug about the weather. All right. What are we talking about this week? Uh, silver. 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 Um, silver was silver was the name of the last alliance I was in in the online space pirate game I used to play. What game is that? Uh, it was called Planetarian. Right. I think it still exists. Fucking space pirate sounds pretty good. Uh, it wasn't really pirates. It was a it was a browser based game in the early two right. thousands. Did it have a uh, chat system that you used to form alliances? Uh, you did it through IRC. Yeah. Jeez. There you go. Uh, they did build one in, but I mean, no one used it because you know you had your own IRC private services for your servers for your alliances. Anyway, I was a cool kid. Anyway, what are you guys up to? <laughs> Were you a bit you Machi- No, let's talk about this. Were you a little bit Machiavellian? Were you like approaching people and you know I could destroy you or we could work together? Uh, no, it was more like there's large alliances. Okay. You know, hundred to four hundred people kind of thing. Oh. So silver. There is a there is a modern game that's still in early access, I think, or still in alpha, called, I think, Star Citizen, which is apparently very much like Space Pirates. Okay. Because a lot of people went from this game to uh, EVE Online. Right. Which I think was kind of similar, a bit more a bit more fancy. EVE, I hear, has a very, very, very toxic game uh, playership base. Yeah, there's some really interesting... I've never played it, but there's some really like long-form reads about the politics and the inter-alliance politics and stuff in EVE, which are really interesting. And I think they made the stakes a little high. <laughs> Yeah, I think people genuinely lost thousands of dollars at a time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, silver. 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 So there's a few aspects to silver when it comes to conspiracy. And I thought the first one we might talk about are the, the silver bugs. Right. So there's this whole sort of contingent out there who are super obsessed with just collecting silver, investing in silver, because, you know, fiat currency is worthless. I, I feel like there is a lot of crossover with crypto, even though they seem sort of counter- to each other. Right. Like crypto is even the the point of investing in silver and I guess in gold as well is that, you know, it's something solid that you can hold that ha- does have some inherent value. Mm. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy guys that are just like all in on silver. So I, I watched a little bit of Alex Jones talking about silver and I think it's the same kind of reason of like silver, apparently he's saying that the price of silver is being suppressed because there's less of it than gold and the elites don't want you to know that. So they keep the price low. So it doesn't look that appealing to investors, which isn't really how this works. But anyway. No, I think um, the the price is fairly low in terms of metals that a consumer investor can invest in. Yeah. Um, And he's saying that, so the elites are hoarding it. So you need to get onto it now. But the problem with silver is that it's fungible. Yeah. So if it's, you buy silver... It's not an NFT. It's not an NFT. It can be fully funged. Oh, you yeah. can funge the hell out funge of it. Funge the shit out of it. So, yeah, so uh, what does that mean? <laughs> so a fungible token... So you know when you, like... Say if you buy... I don't want to know um, about tokens. I want to know about silver. How am I funging it? Okay, so if you if you buy silver, if you go onto, like, you know, investmentsilver.com and buy some, don't do that because it's probably a dodgy one. Yeah, that's... Um, yeah. Find, <laughs> find a legit one and say, all right, I'm going to buy... Uh, 40 gold, forty pieces of silver. Wait, mm. <laughs> it's too close to Judas. Don't buy that many. I'm going to invest you know, my $4,000 in silver. Yeah. And that silver, if you decide that you want that silver physically, wherever you go to collect it, 
you, you'll get different silver than you initially bought. Um, even money. So if you take 50 bucks to the bank, right, and you put it into the bank and then you come back later and you get your 50 bucks out, you're getting a f- different $50. Yes. Yeah. So with, with NFTs, if you go to the bank and buy an ape and then you invest it or you put it in the bank and you come back later on and get that ape, you'll get the same ape back. Yeah. Now, the bank should be stopping you from doing that. Yeah, they should, yeah. And they, also, should, they should ask you, are you taking out this mortgage to buy an ape with sunglasses? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, the ape could easily be stolen, so the, the bank should probably say, maybe do your business elsewhere. We don't want to be involved. So, yeah, it's so what Jones is saying is, because it's fungible, but the elite are hoarding it, that if you, you know, one day you'll go to get your silver out and because it, it's a good investment, you should invest in it, that when you go to get it out, it's not there anymore because the elites have taken it all. Oh, they bloody nicked your, your funge. They bloody funged, they funged the hell out of your silver. So what you should do is buy it and then get it delivered to your house. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he says that his word would be, uh, his, word say, his word for it was, it will be, uh, if we all do this, it'll be a kill shot for the elites. <laughs> Politically. He did add politically to that one. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an interesting concept that, I don't know, I don't, if everyone buys silver and the world falls apart, does anyone really need silver anymore? <laughs> like well, it's, so I, I was thinking about this because it's like these guys are like, yeah, it's, it's solid, you can hold it, and it has inherent value because like, it's used in industrial settings, right? But my thinking is probably uh, the industrial use of silver, the couple of people that are buying some silver bullion or whatever is would have very negligible, negligible impact on the global silver industri- industrial market. I, I guess if everything falls apart. But, yeah, that's then... the other thing. If everything falls apart, then it has very little value. <laughs> like cash only has value because we ascribe it value. Silver is like one tiny smidge above that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, if everything falls apart, you could use it to make some nice tableware to <laughs> yeah. eat, your, eat your neighbours with. But they're like they're like buying it. They're like, we're going to buy this, and when everything falls apart, we'll be able to sell it for more than we bought it with. And it's like, well, no, because the entire commodities market will be gone. Yeah, you might be you're, able to trade it to not get murdered. Yeah, you some able, psychos. You can't log on and sell it on the on the market anymore. Yeah. The market's we're, gone. We're here, we're here to kill you. Uh, for the food that you've got in your house or your shelter, and <laughs> the silver hoarders are like, hmm, are you a silversmith perchance? Yeah, want some silver? Might enter some silver? They're like, no, we're, we're going to kill you. Well, let's say everything falls apart, and you're like, well, I've got all this silver that I can trade. You know, your cash money is useless, but I've got this silver, which has, you know, can, it can conduct electricity. You can use yeah. it in high-end electronics. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we don't have much use for that. Can I, can I make a knife out of it? Yes, but you can make a knife out of a lot of other things. I don't need your silver. Yeah. Or I can just hit you with a stick. We can imagine <laughs> we can get out of the whole knife dynamic. We can just hit people with sticks. Is silver even good for knives? Oh, I mean, as uh, good as any other metal. Yeah, you get silverware. Yeah. Knives. <laughs> I'd say it's famously good for knives. Famously good for knives. No, but that's tableware. I'm thinking like a stabbing knife. Like I'm thinking about Game of Thrones or um yeah, a lot of Lord their knives like, would have things think would have been made of silver. Yeah, I think I would say steel is so it'd be silver and well, another element. Yeah, another. You can buy like people. silver knives that are like little folding knives though, like antique ones. Fruit it's knives, silver wood for a sword. I, I feel like whatever's best for a machete, yeah. silver is way too soft to be an effective sword. 
Yeah. But a knife. Fucking stick it in you. It's sticking you. What makes the best machete? I think I think also at a certain point, like uh of stabbing, it doesn't really matter what it's made out of. Google if I say what makes the best machete. Danny Trejo. Uh it just brings up many many, many listicles that are like well, here are the top picks and reviews for machetes twenty twenty one. Many of them. There's an internet list of the best machetes in 2021. <laughs> there are multiple. Um, so carbon steel is the best for making a machete. Right. But, you know, in the post-apocalyptic landscape, who's going to have the skills to work with carbon steel? Well, yeah, probably as many people have the skills to work with silver. Well, you just melt it down and run it into a, into make a sharp, sharp shape in the sand and pour your melted silver into it. You should be hoarding smelters. With carbon smelters. steel, you've got to think of like oxygen mixtures. You've got to think about carbon to steel ratios, the right type of iron. Because you can't just you just have steel. You have to make it out of iron. Okay, Silver so is hoard. silver in its purest form. So you you can just go find nerds. some silver in the ground, right? Hoard some chemistry nerds that can help us make <laughs> carbon steel. I'm just imagining like some really articulate hordes of post-apocalyptic urban barbarians trying to get in to your, to your place and you're like, oh, I've got all this silver. And they're just like, silver only had value because we attributed it to it prior <laughs> to this disaster. Uh, so just bludging you to death with, <laughs> with, a, with a, someone's femur. <laughs> so the, Sorry, Ken? On Reddit, there was this big push, I think last year, just after the GameStop thing, there was a big push after GameStop to make silver the next thing. Uh, let's all invest in silver. What I found looking in like conspiracy things f- for stuff about that was all of this stuff like, oh, you've seen in the mainstream media that uh, Reddit is trying to push up the price of silver or they're trying to tank the price of silver or whatever they, they're doing. Well, that's not true. Everyone on Reddit is saying, don't do whatever the mainstream media are saying they're saying to do. <laughs> like I saw that, that Tim Pool, that live streamer dipshit, being like, you know, yeah. th- this is why you can't trust the mainstream media. Meanwhile, if you actually look on Reddit, it was just full of people saying and doing the stuff that he was saying they weren't doing. <laughs> it's like no end to it. So was that just people wanting to push it up so they could sell their silver? I think it was a bit of that and a bit of like silver, probably in terms of like the commodities market was like, there wasn't a lot of activity on it. Mm. And so they're like, this is one where we could make a difference if we all banded together the way we did with GameStop. But the problem with silver is that it doesn't have a lot of cachet with nerds. And so I don't think they really pulled it off in the same way that the GameStop thing happened. <laughs> it turned out nerds like video games more than brick and metals. Yeah, metals. But why would... So thinking about that, because why would you know people like Jonesy be so hot on it? Or why would the you know, big, somewhat big people within the, the conspiracy live stream community suddenly be all in for silver? Like, do you, do you think someone was kind of, you know, was it cash for comment from like a big silver exchange or something? I feel like, I feel like silver bugs have been a thing for a while. Like I've seen over the years, I've seen people being pretty keen on it. And so when like the Redditors got onto it, I think they were like, yes, our time has come. And so I would put Alex Jones probably into that category. Like he's, mm. I reckon he's someone who's probably been cooked on silver for a while. You see, you see all the time, like these Nazi groups that will like print up their own silver coins and like just tank huge amounts of cash into it, ready for the race war, and all of their stupid Nazi coins are going to be completely worthless. It's they'll be like, should we play a game of coins? 
before you bludgeoned me to death. Yeah. So, I mean, Jones is big on silver because it's in one of his, or in probably a few of his products. Colloidal silver is like a big one of those. Yeah, should uh, we talk about these people necking silver? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the famous guy. But we'll get to him eventually, right? Yeah, the Smurf. Oh, no, actually, can I talk about, sorry, before that, um, I watched this bit bit shoot video, um, which is kind of more about silver bugs. It was with Jean-Claude, uh, who calls himself Beyond Mystic, and he interviews this guy called Cliff High. And Cliff High is a guy that he he's one of the people that invented web crawlers, like search engine crawlers and, and bots on the internet. Okay. So he's obviously pretty smart, but he's saying in this something really stupid um, <laughs> that there's a whole bunch of sell, uh, people organizing at the moment for behind the scenes. And this was apparently all about silver, and I don't really know what his connection was. But yeah, there's people organizing behind the scenes that, um, you know, once the meet, once we all kind of get it revealed, this big group of people that self-organizing um, are going to bring the power back to the people um, in order to beat communism. Oh, good. Which, I mean, I feel like communism and, yeah, anyway. It seems to be he's talking about the Jews quite a bit, but not outwardly saying it. But I think silver is, if you invest in silver now, when all this happens, you'll have some money. Um, and what's happening now with all the kind of chaos in the world is all these little bits of the the woo, I think they're calling it, which is the overwoo, which is seeping into the mainstream. So it's all these things that we don't know that are happening in the ether are seeping into the mainstream. And the one, the example that he gave was Nicki Minaj's cousin. Yep. <laughs> uh, for people that don't know or don't remember that, is it Nicki Minaj's cousin knew a guy in, or was, no, his cousin's fiance mm. in Barbados, I think it was. Or in Kenya or something? No, I think it was, uh, she's from one of those sort of islands around Barbados. So I think it was Barbados. Uh, but got the vaccine and their testicles swelled up, swelled up really big and they couldn't get married. Uh, and many people pointed out that it was probably like syphilis or something. Well, um, but yeah, that was because the, the government came out and said, "Oh, we haven't had any cases of people uh, people's testicles swelling out from the vaccine." Yeah. Um, so that was an example of the overwoo seeping into our consciousness and our current things. So, some reason we need to buy silver for to get involved in that. Yeah, it was a really confusing thing, and I've, I've read some other things by this guy. He talks about you know, the language we use and. He's working on these high-level neural language bots um, that are going to help, you know, free humanity from, you know, I'm assuming he means the Jews by the, the language that he's using. Yeah, really weird guy. I kind of wish I had a, had more time to spend on researching him. Well, it's it's nice that one of the architects of uh, arguably everything wrong with the internet <laughs> is here to save us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Robbo, um, I appreciate the courtesy you uh, gave to any listeners who have like a grandparent who was in a coma during the fall of the Soviet Union and has now woken up by not saying that communism <laughs> is over. <laughs> um, he also, uh, he did say, oh, that's right. A he's courtesy I did not extend. <laughs> um, he's saying it was, a mili- it was a military operation happening now, behind the scenes, and when when all the overwoo seeps into our consciousness. So when we just flooded with Nicki Minaj's cousin's giant balls, everyone will get gold and silver. We'll just be showered with it. And that's what's happening behind the scenes right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like, don't, don't worry about hoarding it. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll, what will happen was once we defeat communism, the wealth will be distributed evenly across for the people. Yeah. But before we can distribute all of the wealth evenly, we need to get rid of communism. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking, of um, sh- speaking of showers of silver, what about people having a big drink of silver? Yeah. What about people having a drink, big drink of silver? So there's heaps of this colloidal silver stuff out there. Uh, there's a, a tiny bit of science behind drinking silver or like cons- taking silver as medicine. Like a tiny bit, I think silver can like uh, have some sort of impact on like cells. Like it can actually do something. Oh, so it's super antibacterial. Yeah, like it's, it, it is genuinely uh, a good, you know, a good uh, was it alloy metal for killing bacteria. So I think even some like surgical masks and stuff have silver in them. Yeah, some cleaning products do. Like yeah, but. In terms of like curing cancer, HIV, diabetes, uh, the coronavirus, it's not so effective. I think there has been some like uh, cases where in like the lab they've used silver to kill various diseases. But uh, I think it's like an XKCD cartoon points out you can in the lab you can kill things with a gun. Uh, doesn't mean <laughs> that's how you'd want to treat it in the real world. Yeah. But yeah, you can basically drop a big block of silver on top of a virus and it'll kill it, but it doesn't work as medicine. But the, um, yeah, there's, there's this huge market for selling colloidal silver for people to take as medicine. And the more I looked into it, the more I was like, all of these companies that sell it, they, th- like in 2022, none of them are saying, oh, our thing cures coronavirus or our thing cures this or that. Like the the ones that are actually making the product. They're just letting people like Alex Jones say that. <laughs> a few people have been done for saying that as well, right? So they do need to be like, right now, you can't really say whatever you have cures coronavirus because you're going to get done pretty quickly. Yeah, it's like all of the on-sellers and the resellers, they will go out and say this this cures COVID. But like the actual people making the product, they have learned to be very, very careful. But they sell it to the people who say it cures coronavirus. And so I think that that's actually not so cool. Just my take? Yeah. Because they they know that there are people out there saying, oh, this cures COVID. And so they don't have a thing on their website saying, oh, by the way, this doesn't cure COVID. Yeah. (laughs) They're just saying, look, we've got this thing. Uh, It's got vague outcomes. Uh, You know, if someone told you to take it, you know, do what you like. Some of the stuff I saw, it was like, especially there's one, I don't know if we want to get sued by silver snake oil salespeople. There was one that I was looking at, like one of the big ones that Alex Jones sells, but on the actual website of the product, it was so vague and they had a whole bunch of stuff about how their product was better than like making your own in terms of like not poisoning you. Right. (laughs) But I got the impression that really the product they were selling, like there was so little silver in it, you were basically drinking water that just had (laughs) just been run over some silver maybe. What if... um my affliction was that I'm not blue enough. <laughs> well, in that case, silver can sort you out. Yeah. What? So, did you know that this is where the term blue blood comes from? Yeah, I saw that today. I reckon the, the posho royals eating with all their silver spoons made their lips blue, right? Well, yeah, there's that. And, like, I think that they 
rich people did take a bit of silver as medicine, like back in the in the olden days, the aristocrats. Uh, and yeah, it turned them blue or like have a bit of a bluish tinge. Although I also saw when I was looking at people, silver bugs, especially talking about the people that turn blue, there's this real denial that it can turn you blue. Like, and we'll talk about uh, your mate, the Smurf in a second, Salty. But there were, I saw people being like, well, there's this other thing that can turn you blue, which is incest. And it's like, I wonder if there was a bit of a, that going on with the upper crust in days gone by, you know, royals. Turning blue. Well, they did like a little incest why, too. Why would that turn you blue? Uh, it was like <laughs> it, it was. Sense. It was some genetic thing. You know, the the blue skin gene was getting that amped, to me amped up by cousin smooching. That to me sounds the same as scaring kids into thinking if they pee in the pool, a little coloured dot will follow them around. What are you talking about? <laughs> so they about? don't do it. What is that? A coloured dot. Like when you go to the like when you're a little kid, maybe maybe they maybe when I was a kid they just realised they just thought kids were dumb, so they just told them stuff. Is this was this at your pool that you were this told? Was a, this was this is a thing that people know. No, like if you yeah. pee in the pool, it cha- it all changes colour and follows you around. <laughs> it was, I never heard it was a dot, but now I I, I like. Oh, I meant like you know like sniper. a a part of like the circle around you kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it'll just colour the water around you. And yeah, and like everyone will know you peed in the pool because it like follows you around. Oh. Yeah, but where, but that, yeah, that's not think- a real thing. That's just a thing they tell kids to fucking scare them out of pissing in the pool. Yeah. So do you think it's, it was a thing like don't fuck your sisters or your cousins because you're gonna have blue kids? You kids like and everyone will know you fucking in the sister. Air. And it's like, well, fuck, oh, I better not. Even though she's a sort. According to uh- <laughs> urine indicated die. It's a real thing. I don't think it is. The National Swimming the National Swimming Pool Foundation called it the most common pool myth of all time. This is an organization that has a massive interest in, you know, disproving this. Why do they have a mess? No way. They want it to be true because they want their pools to be pee free. The, the the Why would they be trying to disprove it? The National Swimming Pool Foundation has a massive interest in keeping people in the pool as much as possible. No, but they want. They don't want, they don't want people getting out of the pool to go pee. Uh, <laughs> so you think they're encouraging pool pissing? What's your logic here? That that they're trying to cover up to. Oh God, no! Well, okay, I'm, I've it's broken me, Cam. You've broken I, me. I think my point that the National Swimming Pool Foundation is looking for maximum pool uptime is not that unfounded. They would also be looking for maximum pool cleanliness, though. Yeah. It's in their best interest to not have just, kids swimming around in the other kids' piss. <laughs> no, because it just... Yeah, it, and so by perpetuating the myth... It dissipates. Perpetuating the myth means, hey, look look at all these pools. We've got all these kids in there, and we've got the special dye, and look, not one of these kids has peed in the pool. So get on in that pool, yeah. and you're not going to get a faithful of pee. Meanwhile, the cluey kid who actually did piss and realised, hey, the water didn't fucking change colour at all, he's the one that grows up to be like, hey, everyone, it's a load of shit. Yeah. Hey, you can do all the drugs you want and really it'll be fine. I have to say that in terms of being the most common pool myth of all time, surely it would be the quickest myth to disprove because everyone pees in the pool. No one wants to risk it. No. Why would you? you, Yeah. Because it's a primary school, like it's, it's, I think by the time you reach high school, that myth's gone. Yeah. When, you're a, primary when school, you're a primary school kid, you don't want to be the one that fucking pissed in the pool. That, that'll that'll follow you to high school. 
and beyond. One, one kid fell asleep in the library once and peed. Yeah. And a beast gets shit about it. Don't know. I still remember the kid that took a shit in the swimming pool change rooms. <laughs> anyway. Right on the floor. And did you tell anyone that was you? Or you? <laughs> so, oh, actually, no, I came to the I came to the reasoning for the blue blood. Uh, this is from phrases.org.uk. I don't know how repeatable it is. Um, but blue blood is a literal translation of the Spanish sangre azul. The, this was the designation attributed to some of the oldest and proudest families of the Castile, who claimed never had, had to have intermarried with Moors, Jews, or other races. It always comes back to Jews. Right. Um, That's the racist saying. Yeah. It sucks how we find out everything's racist on this podcast. <laughs> um, the expression probably originated in the blueness of the veins of people of fair complexion uh, as compared to those with dark skin. Um, mm. And then there are some... Yeah, there are bits and pieces. Um, these days, there are a few people of noble birth who make a point of maintaining a fair complexion in order to display their rank. We're more likely to see um, apparent blue blood in the extremities of those suffering from the poor circulation condition, Raynards. Raynards. So there you go. Right. You know what I say? Aristocrats of days gone by of yore dial in the racism. Uh, yeah. And also, you're in Spain. Go out and enjoy the sun. Yeah. yeah. It's a gorgeous country. Down to Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. Get a buddy, get some wine, yep. and then pop on down to Ibiza and have a little a little boogie. Get the boys together. Core food trip. Get a little cocaine while you're there. So, Great. Salty, tell us about this Smurf. This bloke uh, grew up a normal bloke, and, like, I feel like he can't, he can't have been the smartest of blokes. Uh, all respect to him, he's passed now, right? Uh, yeah, I think uh, so. A few years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah he died. When, uh, sorry, 2013. 2013. He was looking for a remedy to flaky skin. And I would say the remedy to flaky skin has probably been around for many, many, many years. And it's fucking this moisturizer. Yep. Right? Plenty of moisturizer out there. I'm sure it's been around for years. Uh, his solution was to just fucking neck himself some glasses of silver, uh, which he would put, he put a silver wire in a glass of water and connected electrodes to it so that it would do the, the old, uh, what's that called? Conduction. Uh, like, yeah, the, the electricity running through the silver made the silver kind of dissolve off into the into the water, become soluble. Right. And then he would neck that down. And then he also would apply it to his skin. He would rub it directly into his skin. And over time, it's blue as fuck. Like crazy blue. Like, not just like, you know, people go, oh, you look a bit, you know, green under the gills there, mate. When someone looks a bit off and sick. Blue, he's like, and and he had like a ginger hair and beard, so it looked extra weird and blue. What is interesting? I remember this guy from television. Mm. Um, he was, you know, he was always on on things, not always. That would have been weird. He was like on, on Oprah and all those kind of things. Yeah, but he was always wearing blue. And if you Google images, his name's Paul Carasson, K A R A S O N. He's wearing he's wearing a blue shirt. One he's wearing a blue jumper with a blue shirt. He wasn't leaning away from the blue stuff. No, <laughs> no well, been, that's his kind of become his brand, right? Lean, leaning into it. But he, um, um, so I watched a little one of those, you know, Today Show puff piece, you know, bullshit reports that the Today Show in America runs on things. And it was like, and this is his girlfriend, such and such. 
And she also partakes in the the drink, and she like lifts the glass up to her mouth to take a drink, and just suddenly like starts shaking as she's drinking it. It's like I don't know if she does usually drink that because it doesn't look like she's really enjoying having to do it. It's not exactly a great ad for the product either. No, but this was like a compilation of stories of this guy from the Today Show over the years. So it started with the initial story about him, and well, here's this blue guy, and you know he's uh. <laughs> His pigment changed. The doctor said there was nothing to reverse it, but, you know, it hasn't affected his health really at all and blah, 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 blah. Then it cut to the next lot of stories a few years later and it was like, well, he's, you know, he's he split up from his, his girlfriend in the last story and he's since moved back to his hometown and, and he's living in a homeless shelter and he can't get a job, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he says like, like, like a, he says it like a guy who's never heard of like minorities being discriminated against. Yep. He's like, it's really hard to get a job when your skin's like a really obvious different color. <laughs> and it's like, okay, mate. Yep. And then the next story was, uh, he died. He died of like a heart attack and a stroke. And he had also had prostate cancer and a couple of other things as well. So the silver wasn't really doing the job. But no, the well, silver wasn't doing how, the job, but it wasn't how was really skin? doing him any harm. <laughs> Can you just ask how his skin was, Cam? Yeah, how was the skin? Did it, did it clear that up at least? Uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really mention that. I guess it must have if you kept doing it. Yeah. The photo that I'm looking at of him, it's hard to tell because he's blue. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if if he wasn't blue, I'd be like, oh, I can kind of see that he's blue, so it's hard to tell. And it, yeah. he's wearing makeup. Um, he was used to treat, other than the dermatitis, um, sinuses, acid reflux, and arthritis. You know, you know what's really good for treating sinus problems? You have many, many things. A little netty yeah. pot of urine? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you just netty pot that urine right through your nose. Or just, you know, four or five products on every chemist's shelf. Yeah. Hook yeah. into the fucking nose beers. <laughs> Get into the nose beers. Yeah, that'll do it. Please clear your right up. Can we talk a little bit, bit about uh, one of Jonesy's things? Yeah. So yeah. He, was, he was hocking uh, super silver toothpaste. And he got he got in trouble for saying this. He said the the patented nano silver we have, the Pentagon has come out and documented, and Homeland Security has said this stuff kills the whole SARS Corona family at point blank range. <laughs> so he got in trouble for that. But also, why are we trusting the Pentagon and Homeland Security? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, that's the thing. Alex Jones always says he's using, you know, government insiders and government, you know, sources for everything. And it's, it's the same thing. Why would you trust your government sources when you say that we shouldn't trust them? Yeah. Checkmate, Alex Jones. Checkmate. Well, have we got any more on silver? Well, one thing I remember um, was one of the old one of the old conspiracy regulars we used to uh, watch a lot, and and I think this could trigger into us doing a, a show where we catch up on some of the old the old favourites that we haven't really seen for a while. Was the what was the bloke's name, Cam? We were talking about him the other night. Uh, Sidethorn. Sidethorn. Remember him, Luke? Yeah, I remember Sidethorn. Sidethorn and conspiracy granny. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's in jail. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, he. He had a gun at some church where he was harassing people or something. But um, he always used to go on about how rich he was, and he would show his like the amount of stock he had in silver, and that was like oh, his. Nice. That was like his claim to like where you know. He would always talk about how much money he had, and it was all in silver stocks. And I just always remember him bragging about that. Like, look at this. This account's got, like, you know, 
$125,000 worth of silver in it. And then he had all these different accounts for different silver brokers or something. So I wonder if he's he's part of that mob of people who were trying to like you know, drive up and drive down the silver price. And how useful is that in jail? Can you put silver in your commissary? Yeah, maybe. Or do you have to you know, shelve a big bar of it to, to make a past, shiv? Sneak past the guards. Yeah. It's like all the posh inmates are like, I want to make a shiv, mate. Can you get me some silver? <laughs> I'm not going to pop out one of these razor blades. Hey, uh, I, I can I can get you the silver, but it's uh yeah, it's just going to be uncomfortable get it, to get it in. Yeah, I did see a headline the other day that was like, um, "U.S. government shelves plan for oral COVID vaccine." It's like, oh man, phrasing, please. Um, I think yeah, I think we could do up. an episode on where what happened to him. What's Russian vids doing? Is he still doing anything? How's PK? We could pop in on PK and Jeff. Uh, Robert Ussery, so the, the last story about him, the side thorn, was his lawyers were trying to, like, keep things as being used as evidence uh, against him. And it was like that he was claiming that massacres were a hoax. Uh, yeah, there was like a church, I think the Silver Springs church shooting, that he yeah. kept on going back and hassling the priest. And yeah. I seem to recall the priest was pretty um, chill about it. Like, he did all the right things. Yeah. But he made, I think he put together a good criminal case for uh, them being harassed by Robert Usury. He was also the one that was going to, like, Google headquarters, but it was just, like, some retail store, right? And demanding it was like, it was like it was, yeah. co-working space or something. No, it was, like, Google Fiber, the, like, the ISP. Right. And he's going there and being like, my YouTube channel got taken down. <laughs> and they're like, we don't have anything to do with YouTube. <laughs> yeah. We, like, do you want... We're literally a reseller for internet. <laughs> do you want fast internet? We can do that. <laughs> Alrighty. Silver. If that's silver, yeah. I've had it. Yeah. I finished every show with that line, Cam. Come on. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, any conclusions on silver? Should we be investing in it? Oh, you know, I feel like, uh, like with the people who are selling it to Alex Jones and letting him say uh, all of this stuff, I reckon like the mints are. They know who's buying this stuff. Like, you've got- one thing about silver. Mm. I quite like a hallmarked silver little uh, trinket from yesteryear. For a little while there, I was pretty good at reading hallmarks. What's a hallmark? What are you saying? I don't know what this is. Uh, so in the UK and, and Europe, and I think Australia too, uh, especially in the UK since the, I don't know, like the 16 or 1700s, anything that gets made out of silver... Uh, that they that people want to call like sterling silver, which is like silver over like nine, it's like nine point nine seven five percent silver, mm. has to be marked with a series of marks that talk that says who made it, what year it was made, where it was made, well where it was marked. So a lot of old silver like things you find in antique stores sometimes have a bunch of little tiny marks on them. So like one will be a lion, like a lion rampart, like a lion with a Paw up, oh, yeah. which like denotes that it's uh, British sterling silver. And then there'll be like maybe a little anchor. It's got a little anchor stamp. It means it was marked in Birmingham. It's got a little uh, like. Don't want any of that brummy silver. <laughs> it's got a you know, the, all, the different cities that would I think it was like Birmingham, somewhere in Edinburgh, uh, a bunch of places in the UK all had their own little mark. And then different styles of lettering from A to Z denoted different years throughout like the last couple of hundred years. So you can look at a piece of silver and go, okay, that was marked in 
you know, Birmingham in 1937 and it was made and usually a maker's mark, which is like a couple of initials or something like that. So you can pick up a piece of silver and find out a lot of information about it just by the little markings on it. And I got really into it for a while. (laughs) I have seen like old timey and things that are probably silver with marks. Like I, I can picture what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, there you go. Next time I'm in an antique shop, I'm going to look for some silver. I've had good luck in the antique shop in Westport, so yeah. who knows what I'll find. I found some, uh, we got a really good deal on some luck reset. Oh, yeah, to see if I did that. Yeah, and also we found a, an eagle um, decanter, so oh, yeah, it's coming up on top. Nice. Lovely. Well, I like that we got to the end of this. We're like, well, that's all we've got to talk about silver, and then Sylvie's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm obsessed with silver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really kept that one in the holster for yeah. the last minute, didn't he? Uh, if people want to find us, we are on Twitter at Hypothepod. We're on Facebook if you want to f- like us there and uh, cook your algorithm. We are on Patreon. Thank you to Tammy, our Cooked $33 sponsor. Thank you. Um, and we'll have news shows back probably from next week. Yeah, we'll get some news together. Uh, it's too hot yep. for news. I'm dripping. <laughs> uh, Robbo, where can people find you? In Westport, you can get sort of hovering over a barrel of hops. Yep, that's how beer works. <laughs> doing all sorts of things to it. You have barrels of hops lying around. Stirring your hops uh, barrel? You can get me at Ale of the Time on Twitter for just dumb stuff that I tweet. Um, and if you want to follow the brewery, jump on shortjaw.co.nz and sign up to our mailing list. Have you got nice. your Twitter account yet? Uh, no, I actually haven't. Oh, I need to, oh, I need to wait till the trademark gets transferred. It's a whole thing. All right. Uh, but I mean, so like, no one uses Twitter for anything proper anymore anyway. If anyone from Twitter is listening, could you please give me at Shortjaw on Twitter? I'll take you, I'll take care of it. Uh, Salty, where can they get you, mate? Uh, you know what? Just go to Twitch and follow The Salt. That'll do. And you can find me on Twitter at Sexenheimer if you want to follow my Wordle scores. I can Wordle. Yeah. Everyone's which, doing that. I, I refuse to. Which I've been smashing. I got a two the other day. I don't know what that means. Can I say something about Wordle that is really annoying me? Mm-hmm. Wordle? Wordle. Don't get us don't get us cancelled. No, I like I like Wordle. I do it. But people on Twitter that get it and then they'll say like a little smug hint. Yeah. Like, oh, fans of fans of Formula One are gonna like this one. Like you fucking don't say anything. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't need your hints. Leave the hints out. Yeah, and like just because you like everyone gets it eventually, it's like, you know, it's Whatever. Also, I'll say if you're out there and you're like, don't make the mistake I did, which was to look up the word. Yeah, after I'd done it, I looked up. The, it was a one of the tricky ones. It was like quell or something. And I was like, I wonder what how people found this one. And then uh, there's a whole bunch of people on Twitter who are like, here are the next five days worth of word words. <laughs> how do they know the five days? Do they just oh, it was like it was like it was like the next three days. I think it's um all just. It's not. It's not like a closely guarded secret in the code of the website, right? I, I think in the code of the website you can like just right click and see what the the word is. Okay, but like yeah, the, don't next, do that then. the next few days are in there. But yeah, it's, just be careful out there on the information superhighway. It's a risky place. It's one of those things that everyone's doing, so I'm not going to do it. Like how, when everyone read the Da Vinci Code, I was like, I'm not reading that shit. It's really um. It's really pertinent to, to our household because Emma's just finished the Da Vinci Code. Right. After I recommended it. Yeah. Well, I recommended it and her sister recommended it. And we're both like, it's a bloody page turner. You're going to pick it up and you're going to, you know, it's it's a really well-written book as a, an easy read. 
And I think she made it like 10% through and then just like, nah, this sucks. <laughs> and she made it 12% through and just like couldn't put it down after that. Right. And uh, now she's doing Wordles. So there you go. That's my, that's my uh, recommendation for the week. Wordles what and a sheet. Code. <laughs> and those are the opposite of Salty's recommendations. All right. Let's call it. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Don't worry about a thing. Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians. I said, don't worry about a thing. Except maybe the fluoride in our water supply contains mind altering drugs. About a thing Except whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation In which to disarm Australia I said don't worry About a thing I accept You can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry About a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11, but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51, which, let's not forget where all the aliens are. Don't worry about a thing, except Donald Trump is clearly a woman and you're just blind if you can't see the one you